This is Glenn McQuaid. And I'm Larry Fessenden. And you're listening to Tales from Beyond the Pale, the podcast. Greetings, audiophiles. I'm glad you've decided to join us on this little journey. I hope you'll take a deep breath now, a deep breath, and just relax and listen with me. Because wherever you think you are, maybe you're settled in your favorite chair. Maybe you're halfway across the Atlantic. Maybe you're on horseback. Or maybe you've drifted off and can't seem to wake up. Or perhaps you're off, off Broadway, wondering whether or not skipping those season tickets was really a good idea. Well, look again, listener. For you are no longer where you thought you were. You have crossed over. You are now... Beyond the Pale. Welcome back, listeners. We've got another tale for you tonight, and it's a corker. A cadaverama for all the family. Something to warm the heart, whether it's beating or not. Sewn together in the darkest recesses of Clay McLeod Chapman's mind, he's the lunatic behind Fearmongers at Dixon Place, The Pumpkin Pie Show, the short movie Henley they're making into a feature, all kinds of stuff. This story will have you on the edge of your seat. Hang on tight, dear listener. Don't fall off, because this tale has a few rough patches. We're the first to admit it. Brace yourself Audiophiles, brace yourself for Clay McLeod Chapman's Like Father, Like Son. Happy birthday, Jonathan. Six years old. Your mother didn't think you'd actually make it. Nobody did. But I, I never stopped believing. No matter how many people told me to let go, to move on, to heal. I want you to know one thing. Your father never gave up hope on you. And look at you now. We've proved them all wrong. Didn't we, Jonathan? Hey, watch where you're going, pal. Get those damn high beams out of my face. You okay back there, little man? Where were you? Huh? Oh, listen, sorry I was late. I was stuck at the lab all day. Completely slipped my mind that I was, you know, it was my turn to pick you up. But don't you worry about that one little bit, all right? Daddy's making it up to you, I promise. Because after today, everything's going to change for our family. Your dad made a pretty big splash at the lab that'll revolutionize modern medicine as we know it. We're talking a kind of discovery that Big Farmer goes rabid over. Absolutely rabid. You want a new bike for your birthday? I'll get you 10, 20, whatever you want. Oh, come on, come on, get out of the way! They can't start the party without the birthday boy himself, can they? I'll get you home before Mom even lights the candles on your cake. You know, what you're gonna wish for this year, Jonathan? You okay, you okay back there? Oh, I get it. You're mad at me. So this is a silent treatment. I already said I was sorry. Daddy, watch out! Oh, God! 
I can see him, honey. Okay, he's almost there. Now give me one more push. Oh, come on. Oh, oh look at him. It's our beautiful boy. He's an angel. Okay, what's his name? Jonathan. His name is Jonathan. Wait, 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 where are you taking him? Excuse me, miss. Bring, bring back our baby, please. But Jonathan, 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 please. Jonathan. Where, where is he? You monster. Shelly, where's Jonathan? The doctor said your blood alcohol level was well over the limit. We had a breakthrough at the lab. We celebrated with champagne. Where's Jonathan? You didn't put his seatbelt on. No. When you collided with the other car, Jonathan... Jonathan went right through the windshield. No, no, no. That, that, that can't be. The paramedics found him further up the road. Please, stop this. No, no, you listen. You listen to what you did to our son, Vic. They don't know for sure if he died upon impact with the glass or on the road, but they're positive he'd still be alive right now if you had just put on his seatbelt like you were supposed to. You're lying. You did this, Vic. Where is he? This is your fault! Where is my son? What have you done to him? Jonathan? Jonathan! Sir, sir, sir you, need, you need to stay in bed, okay? You need to rest. I need to find my son. Please, leave your IV drip alone, sir. Sir, don't pull those out. Jonathan! Jonathan! Where are you? Fifteen yards. That's how far your body had been flung from the car. You hit the pavement at ten, then skidded the remaining five across the road on your face. The left side of your torso was gone, sanded down by the asphalt. Red skid marks trailed in your wake. I insisted that I see your body. The doctor strongly suggested that I not, but, but I insisted. A father needs to see these things for himself. I needed to see what had happened to my boy. My little boy. And what I saw on that, that cold metal slab, that, that wasn't my son. That wasn't you, Jonathan. What had they done with my boy? Where was my son? But that's... That's when inspiration hit. Imagine our car as a cocoon. When your body burst through the windshield, you emerged as something new. You were reborn, my boy, like a butterfly. But you weren't ready for this cruel world just yet. You were still vulnerable. Your, your flesh, delicate. You needed time to develop, to grow. And as your dad, it's my job to protect you, to raise you. Now, rise, Jonathan. Rise. Jesus. Vic, what are you doing here? Hey, just wanted to see how everybody at the lab's getting along without me. Vic, Vic about Jonathan, I, I don't know what to say. Everybody here, we all just we want you to know how sorry we are for what happened. Yeah, well, sorry won't bring my son back. You know, take some time off. Go on vacation, be with your family. Family? What family? Uh, with Shelly, your wife, you know? How's she, how's she holding up? 
Well, she wanders around the house like a ghost, dunking herself under one dose of Xanax after another. It's a miracle she can even stand up on her own two feet anymore. Well, she needs you, you know, times like these. She's already given up on him, Walt. Everyone has. Uh, I think it would be, uh, you know, helpful if I kept myself busy. Idle hands, you know? Yeah, yeah, sure. You know, uh, I understand. I'd prefer to bury myself in my work right now. Of course. You know, of course, with the home run you just hit here at the lab, hell, you could do whatever you want. We're this close to nailing the Lazarus serum. You want to see the latest results from our lovely little couple of test subjects? <laughs> What's happened to them? Oh, man, your jaw is going to drop when you get a load of Mickey and Minnie. Subject number 479 had been dead for nearly seven hours before he started wriggling again. My God, what did you do to him? Well, we removed the majority of Mickey's abdominal viscera before injecting him with the serum. Look at him go! The little bugger doesn't even need his own internal organs to get his motor running anymore. Well, well, what what did you do with Minnie's head? (laughs) Oh, you know, Bill's tinkering with it in the lab at the moment. The rest of her body doesn't even seem to mind. How can this be? Well, the Lazarus serum doesn't merely bring the dead back to life. It brings them back interminably. With or without the complete function of their circulatory, respiratory, digestive systems, you name it. Endless life. I'm telling you, Vic, when we finally get the green light to move up the food chain and start experimenting with primates, the pharmaceutical companies are going to be banging down our door. Ready for your ugly mug to be on the cover of Time magazine? <laughs> oh! Ow! Ow! He, he bit me! <laughs> be careful, man. <laughs> the little bugger's been moody ever since we took out his intestines. I need to keep researching. I mean, I want to bring some equipment back home with me. You know, work from the house. Yeah, you know, sure. Just report whatever results you come up with. You're still in charge on this project, Vic. This time next year, the mortality rate will plummet exponentially thanks to you. Just think all the lives you're going to save. Yeah. Just think. They were going to cremate you. Can you imagine? The doctor said it was the wisest choice, considering the physical condition that your body was in. Imbeciles! They would have ruined everything! Everything! Before I wouldn't even have had a chance to save you. It's a good thing I stopped them. Just in time. Don't you dare touch my son. A closed casket will suffice, thank you very much. And they tucked you in under six feet of soil, ready to send you off to eternal slumber. But now it's time to wake you up. Welcome home, Jonathan. We'll have you back upstairs in your own bed before long. But for now, the basement is going to have to do. Almost everything is in order. I have all the chemicals and equipment that I need. And the boys of the lab are still testing our Lazarus serum out on freeze-dried mice and death row primates. It'll be months before they even dare to test it on human tissue. Months! But we can't waste any more time, can we? Clock's ticking, Jonathan. I promise you, I get you to your birthday party. And I plan on keeping that promise. 
Soon, son. We'll be a family again soon, I swear. Vic? Uh, uh, just a minute. What are you doing down here? Nothing. Just, uh, uh, working. All you do is work. You never talk to me. You won't look at me anymore. That's not true, dear. Who are you talking to? Nobody. You said his name. Whose name? Jonathan. You're just hearing things. No, I heard you. Why don't we get you back upstairs and in bed? You need to rest. Remember what the doctor said? Sleep is the best remedy right now. All I do is sleep. Here, the doctor gave me a new prescription for you. He said this one will work better than the last. No, no more pills. Oh, but you have to, honey. They make my mouth taste like rust. Oh, please, just take them. My head feels like it's full of cotton, and that cotton's full of weevils, and they're eating my brain. (sighs) I can't think straight. Look, it, it won't be like this forever. This will all be over before you know it. It'll feel like like a, a, a bad dream. And when you wake up, we'll, we'll be a family again. With Jonathan? Yes. Yes. With Jonathan. You promise? I promise. Now, swallow this and go back upstairs to bed. There's work to be done. Much more work. I love you, Vic. Sleep now. Sleep. Everything is nearly ready, Jonathan. Now all we need are replacement parts. Practically, the entire left side of your torso had been damaged beyond repair. Half your face had been erased over the road. When I made a list of those components that I needed to replace, a new jaw, A new left eye, a new arm, a new tongue. Now it's just a matter of uh, hunting and gathering, collecting all the raw materials needed for reassembling my son. The fresher, the better. Hey, is that your ball? My mother told me not to talk to strangers. Smart mom. Maybe there's a way to you and I can stop being strangers. Do you know a boy who goes to daycare here by the name of Jonathan? Kind of. Well, I'm Jonathan's father. Not so strange now, am I? I guess not. And what's your name? Sam. Sam. That is an awesome name. Maybe you can help me, Sam. You see, I've been looking everywhere for Jonathan, but I can't seem to find him. His mom is going to be awfully mad at me if I don't bring him home. Well, let's find them. Wonderful. Say, you have very cool eyes, Sam. What color are they? Hazel. Oh. Well, I'll have to do. You bit me. Help, help me, help me, help me. Jonathan never treated his parents like they were pieces of meat. Jonathan respected his elders. He... Oh. Oh, God. 
no. I, I, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. The fresher, the better. The fresher, the better. Searching for spare parts at your old daycare had been a mistake. I, I understand that now. I, I needed to be careful, more discreet. And, and then I noticed his skin was blue. The blood in his body was just sinking away from his face. I tried CPR again. I, I, I tried resuscitating him, but um, the air just wouldn't go into his lungs. No matter how hard I tried to push the air back in, he, he, he just wouldn't breathe. It's okay, it's, it's okay. Thank you for sharing. It's not easy when the wounds are so fresh. How fresh? Oh. Excuse me? I'm sorry. I, what I meant was... How long ago did your son drown? Not that long. Um, I, it just feels like yesterday. This is your first time participating in a, a support group, isn't it? How could you tell? Parents of recently deceased children, they keep quiet at first, uh, understandably. Why don't you tell us a little bit about... Jonathan. There's no pressure, of course, but I find it helps to break the, the ice with new parents if they open up. Well, I, I hadn't planned on coming for so long. I refused to accept the fact that Jonathan's not here. Uh, but then I started seeing other people's children at the park and the grocery store. I couldn't help but think about them growing up while Jonathan won't grow another day older. There are ways to keep Jonathan's memory alive. There are? Of course. Our loved ones never leave us completely. They remain with us inside forever. Alive? Yes. Forever. You know, I think Tommy and my son would have made good friends. Inseparable. After tonight, I can check a few more parts off my list. I'm so close to completing this puzzle. So close to piecing Jonathan back together again. So close to... Tommy, there you are. Pleased to finally meet you. I've heard so much about you. <laughs> I was wondering if you'd mind me introducing you to my son for a little play date. Ah, look at all your new friends, Jonathan. Your birthday party will be the most attended event yet. <laughs> but not until the guest of honor is ready. Soon, son. Very, very soon. Have I ever explained what your father does for a living? I don't believe I have. For years now, I've been part of a team of scientists who made it their life's work to do away with death. At first, our cause was mocked by the medical establishment. Yeah, we were chided and derided as crackpots and quacks. But as soon as your father's experiments started yielding surprisingly positive results, oh, we were lauded as gods among men. We... I, I, had found the key to releasing man from his own mortality. I have found life. Just 
have to administer a small dose of my trusty serum, like so. Attach these cables here and here. Adjust the dial to the proper frequency, and we're nearly there. Like father, like son. You have become my life's work, Jonathan. Now it's time to follow in your father's footsteps. It's time to walk again! Jonathan, please. Oh, come on, come on, work, damn it! Please. Please. Don't do this to me, please. I miss you so much, Jonathan. Please come back to me. Please. Yes. Yes. That's it. Breathe. 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 That's, that's right, Jonathan. It's, it's me. Now, come, come to Papa. That's it, that's it. Baby steps now. You have to learn how to walk all over again, so take it slow. One step at a time. Slowly, slowly. I must write these results down, every last detail. History was made today, son. You are a revelation. I couldn't be prouder of you. You used to have the most beautiful blue eyes. You had your mother's eyes, and now one of them is Hazel. You're comprised of so many different children now. You're embodying your own birthday party. And no gifts, please, just body parts. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I promised you a real party. No, 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 and you're going to get one. No, soon. Just, we just need to rehabilitate your body to the way it was before the accident. It's a little physical therapy, and you'll be good as new. <coughs> What, what's that, Jonathan? <coughs> no, you can do it. Just go ahead. Just say it. <coughs> to our health and to our family. Ooh, to family. Cheers. Cheers! I love you, honey. Mm-mm-mm, I'm mad at you. You've been hiding me from me, keeping me locked up in our own home. I know, I've been distant lately. Ever since the accident, I, I, I buried myself in my work. You buried yourself in the basement, playing with your toys. <laughs> Boys with their toys. No, I, I, I should have been there for you. I mean, when you needed me the most, when we needed to pull together, I, I went the opposite direction. You said that this was just a dream. I'll wake up, it's all be over, and Jonathan will be, will be right here with us. It's just a dream. Yes. That's all it's been, honey. Just a dream. I never want to sleep again. Would you like to wake up now? Yes, please. I have a surprise for you. You do? I do. 
It's a big surprise. I love surprises. I want you to close your eyes for me. Okay? No peeking. Okay. <laughs> Are your eyes closed? Yes. You promise? I promise. Stay right where you are. <laughs> can I look now, please? No, not yet. Just keep your eyes closed until I tell you you can open them. Ooh, what's going on out there? You'll see. Who's that? Almost there. Just, just a second more. The suspense is killing me. Shelly? Yes? There's someone here who wants to say hello to you. Who? Your son. John... Jonathan? You can look now. Oh. Jonathan's home, honey. Oh, God. Say something to your son. <coughs> oh, that, that, that's okay. No, it's too much wine is all. Oh, God. Oh, God. Mama. Get it away from me! Get it away! But it's your son! It's Jonathan! He just wants to hug his mother! Oh, help! Help! Help me! Help me, please! Jonathan! You're, you're squeezing too tight! I, I can't breathe! I can't... Jonathan! Jonathan, stop! You're, you're, you're hurting her! You're going to... Oh! Oh! Oh, son! What have you done? Jonathan, bat! Look! Look at what you've done. How do you expect me to hold this family together when you do something like this? How? All right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to yell at you. Look here. Here. Help, help me get your mother to the basement. Oh, come on. It wasn't your fault. No, I take full responsibility for what happened to your mother. No, I should have been better prepared myself for the possibility of something like this happening in the, in the first place. But I rushed our reunion, and now I've paid the piper for it. But our family will be together, one way or another. It may just not be the way I'd originally pictured it. I want you to pay close attention. Now watch what I'm doing, son, because this could... Come in handy if you ever decide to follow in your father's footsteps. That's it. No, that's it. Just take take it slow. Don't rush. Just take in your surroundings. You just had a bad dream, that's all. Didn't I tell you it was all just a dream? But you're awake now. Now, where were we? Ah, dinner's still on the table. Shall we try this again? I didn't cork the wine back up. The bottles had a chance to breathe a little. You're home, honey. It's me, Vic, your husband. You're with family. But you and Jonathan had a little misunderstanding. Nothing I couldn't fix. You should eat. Your dinner's growing cold, honey. Here, the Merlot will warm you up. 
You have to swallow. Shelly, sh the wine won't drink itself. I've been inside. I'm so cold. I, I, I'm sure this is a perfectly natural physiological response. Don't, don't worry. Your body's simply reacting to the, to the, the, the serum. Shelly, focus, please. We need to work on our communicating skills as a family. Now, should we just try this again? Jonathan! Jonathan, come out, Jonathan. It's, it's, it's okay. Mommy is not mad at you. She's just... Well, she's confused right now. What? What have you done to us? I've brought you back. Your own family. I'm holding our family together. Me! Not you! If it were up to you, Jonathan wouldn't be here now. He'd be in the cold earth or in an urn on the mantelpiece. But look at what I've done. He's back, and you're back. We are family again. <laughs> Shelly, stop being so melodramatic. Stop clawing at yourself. Stop clawing at yourself. No, no, because you're only going to... Why did you bring me back? Look, we can start fresh. A clean slate. This isn't family. This is hell. Shelly, don't. Don't do that to yourself. They, they don't grow back. You're, you're, you're only going to regret it. No, listen, you don't understand. Once you've been brought back, there's, so, there's no dying ever again. You remain alive no matter what state your body's in. There, there, son. Don't, don't fret. Oh, your mother just needs some rest. Let's give her some space while she gathers herself together. So, I have uh, a, a surprise for you. Follow me down into the basement. Close your eyes for me. Keep them closed. No peeking. Surprise! Happy birthday, Jonathan. I'd like to introduce you to your new friends. This is Sam, uh, Billy, Tommy, and that's... Uh, well, that's Jennifer, half of her at least, <laughs> and, and, and sulking in the corner there, that's Franklin. It took all five of them to put you back together again. I selected only the best body parts from each one, which unfortunately means they aren't in the most pristine condition anymore, but beggars can't be choosers. <laughs> Not for our guest of honor. The decorations are up. Hats! Everybody have on their hats? Okay, good, good. Uh, now each of you gets their own horn. Open wide. And what birthday party would be complete without your cake? Just let me light the candles. Perfect. All right. Everybody, on the count of three, let's all sing to the birthday boy. One, two, three. birthday, son. And, and time to blow out the candles on your cake. <laughs> now blow. Go ahead. You can do it. Jonathan. Jonathan, no. Don't. Stop ripping into your new friend. No, 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 no. That, that, that's no way. Give Tommy his esophagus back. Jonathan. There's no way for the birthday boy to behave. Stop it. Now put that down. Give Billy his eyeball back. Let him go. You're supposed to open your presents, not your party guests. I guess it would be too much to ask to help me clean this mess up, huh? 
<laughs> Jonathan, Jonathan, I know it's, 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 it's okay. Well, Daddy's not mad at you, I promise. You come here. You sit with me here. You sit on my knee. That a boy. Oh, you're growing up so fast. Before long, I won't be able to pick you up anymore. You know, when you were younger, the first time, you were always afraid of the dark. No nightlight was bright enough to spare you from the creatures slithering about the shadows. You would wake up from a nightmare and believe the dream had followed you into your into the real world, hiding under your bed. And you would cry out for Mom and me to come save you. And we'd come running, and with each one flip of the light switch, well, every last shadow would be extinguished. And the dark was gone. You remember what your, what your mother said? It's just a dream, Johnny boy. When you wake up, the dream goes to sleep. <laughs> and you beg us to stay in bed with you and keep the light on until you drifted back off. Will you forgive me, Jonathan? Can you forgive your father for what he's done? I promised I'd get you to your party, son. Well, we finally made it. Jonathan. Happy birthday. Oh, good grief. That is one party I'd RSVP to. Think of all the fun you'd have picking apart the other guests. And good for Vic. The family that defies the laws of nature together stays together. Well, that's it for tonight, folks. Until next time, this is Fessenden signing off. You have just listened to Like Father, Like Son, written and directed by Clay McLeod Chapman and featuring the voice talents of Larry Fessenden, Bonnie Dennison, Tobias Campbell, Vincent D'Onofrio, Joel Garland, Owen Campbell and Brenda Coon, and featuring Natalia Perus on saw and Dave Agar on cello. Live sound design by John Morris and live foley by Sean Brennan and Glenn McQuaid. Sound recorded by Jeff Seeley 
Additional sound design was provided by Kate Bolinski. Tonight's show was performed live at Dixon Place and stage managed by Sarah Jones and produced by Larry Fassenden and Glenn McQuaid for Glass Eye Picks in association with Clay McLeod Chapman of Fearmongers. Like Father, Like Son was mastered by John Morrows at Digit Audio NYC. Copyright Glass Eye Picks 2013. How do the sausages get made? Inquiring minds want to know. A peek behind the scenes with the pale men, McQuaid and Fessenden, only on Tales from Beyond the Pale, the podcast. <laughs>